Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. This episode comes courtesy of a question from one of our Tech Talker Facebook fans. Michael Roden asking how he could connect his computer to his television. It's a great question and today I'll tackle some of the popular ways to hook up your TV to your computer and why you'd want to do this. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash techtalker. First of all, why would you even want to do this? Well, for starters, you might want to play a video game with your friends on a larger screen. Or maybe you downloaded a movie on your laptop and you'd like to share it with a group of your friends, but you'd rather not crowd around your tiny laptop screen. Or if you have an old PC, you might want to think about turning it into an HTPC or a home theater PC. These are some of the big reasons you might want to connect your TV to your computer. And other reasons might include viewing vacation pictures with the whole family, making a slideshow for a party, or even streaming movies to various TVs around the house. Anyways, you get the idea. Before you can connect anything, let's go over the types of TVs that are on the market today. If you purchased a TV within the last few years, you probably have a plasma or an LCD flat screen. These are generally easier to hook up because they have all the digital inputs built right in and require no extra hardware to get the picture from your computer to your TV. Okay, so if you have an older TV, like my parents do, there's a little converter box that works beautifully. It is something that you have to invest in, but it's only $20 on Amazon, and I've posted a link to it in the show notes. I actually own this little box, and it works wonders. I recommend this one highly because there are many others out there that are cheaper, but tend to perform very poorly. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, and featuring versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For listeners of this podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Okay, now I know you've heard me mention this before, but I listen to audiobooks all the time, while I'm working out, commuting, and especially for long drives. And Audible makes it even easier because they have apps for almost every type of smartphone on the market. These apps are easy to use, and they let you take your audiobooks wherever you go. So for a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash techtalker. That's audiblepodcast.com slash techtalker. The last thing are the types of connections available. I find this is what frustrates people the most, and so the outputs on a laptop are VGA, DVI, and HDMI, and here's what they mean. VGA is the blue connector. It can also be called RGB. DVI is the white connector, and it's a bit newer than VGA, but the quality difference won't be noticeable at all. HDMI is the newest of the connectors out there, and this is great because it includes audio in the connection, unlike VGA and DVI. And if you're unsure about how any of these look, go check out the show notes. I've posted links to how all these look and work. Now, I'll probably get a few angry emails for saying this, but in all honesty, these connections will provide you with similar quality on almost all TV sizes. The only way you notice some quality difference is if you use these connections on super-sized screens that you probably won't encounter in your average home. And as for the really expensive gold-plated cables you might see out there, don't even bother. They're no better than the cheap $5 cables you can buy online. If you have an older TV that uses the standard yellow, red, and white RCA connections, then you'll probably need that converter box that I mentioned previously. And to touch on audio, all you really need is a standard speaker extender that can go from the back of your computer or the headphone jack of a laptop. Okay, the worst of it is over. If you have any questions, check out the links that I've posted in the show notes, because seeing a picture I've posted will probably help a lot to identify what type of connections you guys have. Now that you're armed with all the information you need for your TV computer hookup, here comes the fun part. If you have a relatively new flat screen TV, just plug in the cable in each respective spot and then change the input to reflect what spot it is on your TV. 
For example, if you were changing the input from live TV to a DVD, you'd have to select another option on your screen. Well, when you connect your computer to your TV, another option will appear. The names of these options are different for almost every TV, but your TV's manual will help, as will a quick Google search. Earlier, I mentioned that you can hook up an old computer to your TV and use it as a home theater. This is easy to set up, and even for some of the oldest computers, they can handle playing back video no problem. If you're interested in this sort of thing, check out XBMC. I've posted a link to it in the show notes. They make some great software that looks incredible. Here are your four quick and dirty tips for connecting your computer to your TV. 1. Check your TV's manual for available inputs. 2. See what type of output your computer has. It can be DVI, VGA, HDMI, or one of the Apple ports. 3. Determine what type of cable you'll need, or possibly a converter box if you're going between two different connectors. 4. Don't overspend on any cables. Now, do you have any nagging tech questions? Post them on the Tech Talker Facebook wall, and I'll be happy to answer them. I'm going to be dedicating an entire episode to listener questions soon, so make sure you let me know what you want me to tackle in the future. If you have a question about anything in this episode or a suggestion for a future podcast, send me an email at techtalker at quickanddirtytips.com or post it on the Tech Talker Facebook wall. Until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.